to another episode of Being Human, hosted by Anastasia. Today's episode is on the inconsistencies and paradoxes in society, and we will explore the way in which this is represented and critiqued in two of my favourite texts. Today we will discuss emotional, social and spiritual human experiences, and how they stem from the heavy influence of war and religion in societies, bringing the issue of both religious and disability prejudice and discrimination still relevant to today's society. Further, we will identify and explore blissfully ignorant personalities and fools that develop in each text and understand what they can bring to the table. We'll discover how they allow us to understand multiple issues from different eras in a simplistic and heavily heart-based nature. This will form the basis of a new and refreshing understanding of various human experiences in the text The Merchant of Venice, The Room, Shakespeare and Forrest Gump by Winston Grimm. of a book or a text is to make a critique on society, whether it be in a positive or negative way. The critique, the nature of society, societal expectations and whether or not we fulfill or react to them, are all these points linking back to the human experience in the community. Prejudice and discrimination is one of the many inconsistencies and paradoxes in society throughout the world and history and many expe- uh, ex- expectations have stemmed from them. We see the creation of the other or minority and socially it becomes acceptable to treat them less than human. You call me a misbeliever, cutthroat dog, and spit upon my Jewish garbagine. We see Shylock as a scenic threat for the Jewish population in the 16th to 17th century, objectified to a greedy dog by Antonio, ironically as he tries to borrow money from him. However, when Portia addresses Shylock in court, is your name Shylock? She rehumanizes him simply through a rhetorical question which she knows the answer to and proves that in the right environment he can have sincere and genuine human qualities of manners and generosity. The idea of condition forming the basis of one's personality and attitude to the world reinforces that when faced with social expectations one can choose to fulfill or react to them and Charlotte defaces them by accepting Portia's kind words and reacts to it by treating her as he is treated by her. In terms of Antonio, however, we already see an inconsistency in the discrimination, as it is normal and justifiable to spit on a man, both metaphorically and literally, and still expect a boy to be able to borrow money from him. Furthermore, by refusing to charge interest from the people Antonio lends to, he drives Sherlock into a war as he isn't able to make profit. The fate of Sherlock is quite literally in the hands of the Christian Antonio, and whatever pain he wishes to inflict, he can. In terms of the human experience, Sherlock is forced to suffer alone in silence. He lacks support from his society and even the law when he is unsuccessful in his case, where Antonio failed to repay him. It is highly paradoxical and ironic that if roles were reversed, the Christian would have won and Antonio would have had his pound of flesh. All this stemming from discrimination based on his religion, Sherlock's life is made hell as a Jew until he converts to Christianity on the basis of the law. In regards to Forrest Gump, we similarly see disability discrimination in the book as Forrest is constantly bullied and limited due to his lack of intelligence, again creating the idea of the other. At the beginning of the book, Forrest's teacher is explaining to Miss Gump that her boy is too stupid to attend the school, stating, Your boy's different, Miss Gump, and his IQ is 75. The tone of his voice implies that he thinks a little of the child for having a lower IQ than average and blatantly discriminates him from entering the school. Going back to the concept of adjusting one's personality to fit into the conditions as subjected to, as he's already been discriminated against at a young age, therefore becoming used to being isolated and alone. 
Gailen arrives on Forrest's first day of school. He attempts to find a seat next to another child. Yet all cover their seat with their bags and claim the seat is taken. Proving an inconsistency when young children as small as five years of age have the ability to discriminate against another child based on his intelligence level. We are left to wonder how these children establish these prejudices, and the answer is most likely their parents. He is an example of fulfilling the, so the social expectations of an idiot and constantly thinks with his heart more than his brain, rather than opposing the stigma much as Sherlock at least tried to. Whether positive or negative experience, discrimination and prejudice, on any terms, shapes an individual's personality as they evolve to either fit and fulfill or defy and react to society, stigmas and expectations. Parallelly, as we see the concept of discrimination and prejudice emerge, we also see the idea of a blissfully ignorant fool emerge, a character which sees things sim simply, serving the greater purpose of helping the audience see things in a simpler manner also. The simple way these characters view heavy issues provides a complex critique on society while highlighting inconsistencies and paradoxes. There are two paths that a fool can take, either defying and speaking of socially shunned topics as a direct way of critiquing the context, or by comedically following social expectations, making a critique through, the humorous, through humorously making fun of ridiculous concepts and ideas present in the context. Forrest Gump stands as a character who will not hesitate to point out inconsistencies in his society allowing people to understand and sympathize with certain minorities. Both symbolically metaphoric and literally, he identifies everything Dan lost during the Vietnamese War. Both his physical legs and his pride when he didn't follow his ancestors' footsteps and died during service. Because Gump states what is obvious, he identifies a minority group and in just five words, he us with such a blatantly hurtful statement. The full scenario is able to settle and we can develop sympathy and understand the weight of the Vietnamese War, plus its effects. He underlines the absurdity and horrors of war and questions them as an inconsistency in the 20th century in which he lives. Grimm questions the concept and acceptance of war on a large scale with the use of emotion and simplicity. Furthermore, as Barbara is dying in the front on Vietnam, him and Forrest begin a regular conversation. Hi Barbara. Hi Forrest. Forrest, I want to go home. Again placing significance on the impacts of war in a simple conversation despite Bubba's dying in his arms, in a quite paradoxical sense. Forrest explores the concept and depth of depth, depth of death and begins to try and understand why such a horrid thing would happen to his best friend. However, he also serves as an inconsistency in society as instead of grieving and selfishly thinking of himself, Forrest fulfills Bubba's dream of running a shrimp business and returns money to his family, something any regular person would struggle to do with a regular-sized brain and heart. Forrest Hart allows the audience to become mindful of how they act and treat others. And the second path a fool can take is following societal expectations in mi a mimicking sense as to make fun of and criticize the rules and expectations of society. Shakespeare is quite fond of this method as he uses it throughout a few of his texts. However, in The Merchant of Venice, Lancelot fits in well with the time and won't hesitate to throw Sherlock under the bus. My master's a very Jew. Give him a present, give him a halter. I am famished in his service. You may tell me, you may tell every finger I have with my ribs. Although not solely intending to be discriminatory, Lancelot makes small digs at Sherlock's lack of affection and blames them unconsciously for being due to his Jewish religion. He uses small rhetorical questions on hyperbole to get his point across to Bassanio in an attempt to encourage him to allow Lancelot to live and work under his house. This scene is quite comedic as he recruits his blind father into the begging and the two stumble and stutter on the harsh words they say about Shylock. 
Shakespeare shielded quotes these words with irony and humour intentionally to make a subtle dig at the societal expectations of Jewish people and prove it as an inconsistency in his context. Although idiotic, Shakespeare uses them well to represent how Jews are misinterpreted and anything negative they do is automatically blamed on their religion. Opposite the forests, Lancelot makes indirect and unconscious comments on society, just below the surface, enough for an audience member to read between the lines and understand the absurdity and discrimination of Shylock was faced with. Therefore, although something sometimes more difficult to pick up on than others, both Grimm and Shakespeare use their fool to make a comment and question serious topics like war and discrimination, highlighting the inconsistencies and exploring their impacts. <laughs> Unfortunately, it looks like we've run out of time, so let me do a quick wrap up. As humans, we do horrible and questionable things. We commit atrocities such as war and discriminate and carry prejudice based on religious, race, disability, gender and a range of other factors. It is a part of the human experience and many are able to recognise this as an inconsistency and fault in our societies as represented through a range of texts. The use of fools and heart-based thinking is commonly used to allow us to understand the human emotions and impacts of the negative acts humans commit on each other and we study how they affect personalities and understandings of the world. Regardless of the time period, our conditions will always play a role in shaping who we are today as humans, and those paradoxes are what give each person their own individuality. Thank you for your time and thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast of Being Human. This is Anastasia, wishing you all a lovely day.